0: Welcome to Mountain Region Radio. Guaranteed to put a smile on your face and keep you in the know, Mountain Region Radio will review chapter announcements, keep you updated on upcoming events, and break down the good news from around the region. Want to learn about the things that matter most to Mountain Region BBYO? Stay tuned, because you're in for a treat. Hey, what's up? I'm your host Sam Fabricant, and this is Mountain Region Radio. I'm stoked to be hosting BBYO's first ever regional podcast, dedicated to the one and only Mountain Region. On today's episode, I'm going to be speaking with Jonah Wax and Noah Fox. Like last week, at the beginning of each episode, I'll give you a challenge for the week. Keep this challenge in the back of your mind, and if you feel inclined, maybe jot down some thoughts. This week's challenge is to be mindful of the time you spend on social media. I highly recommend you check out The Social Dilemma on Netflix if you haven't already. It gives incredible insight into social media and the world of technology. Our first interview is going to be with Jonah Wax. Jonah is 17 and hails from my home chapter, Kennedy ACA number 1631. He loves to play football, spend time with friends, and play the guitar. This is Jonah Wax. What's up, Jonah? Thanks for joining me today.
1: Hey, Sam. How are you doing? Thank you for having me.
0: I am so excited you were able to hop on the podcast, Jonah. I have been waiting for you to join me, and I cannot wait to jump right into this.
1: I'm very excited. Thank you for this opportunity, man.
0: So, Jonah, you are one of my closest friends. You're a senior and are coming to the end of your BBYO career. You've been on board numerous times. Is there one election that stands out to you most, and what is that story?
1: Yeah, probably one election that really stands out to me the most, I was co-running with one of my very close friends, one of your very close friends, Aiden David. It was, I think it was the second term of my sophomore year. We were co-running for mosque here. And, you know, we were very well known in our chapter. So we didn't think that, you know, we really had a big chance of not succeeding in the election. So with that like mindset, we kind of didn't put in our full effort and we didn't we didn't try, we didn't give our best. And so that really kind of stuck out to me. And as a result, we ended up losing the election. And so it's just, that was kind of like a shock, not a shocker, but like a a teaching moment for me and something that I really have not forgotten about and something I think about a lot still. And so that's probably the biggest election that stood out to me.
0: Now, a couple episodes back, we talked about failure and that is definitely an instance of failure. You walked into a situation and expected to win and the outcome was flipped and it wasn't what you expected it to be. How did you use that failure to fuel your fire for the next election?
1: Yeah, so immediately after me and Aiden lost that election, we kind of came together separately. We stepped outside the room and we looked at each other and I realized like we messed up and we realized the significance of our unpreparedness. And so I think that kind of both taught us that like in life in general, you kind of have to just always be prepared. You never know what's going to happen. And so the next time I ran for election, I ran alone. I ran for Shaliyah and I just altogether was so much more prepared. I didn't have the kind of cocky confidence mindset in my head. I was like, I have to respect who I'm going against. I have to, you know, give everything I got. I got to put in my best effort and everything I do. And so I think that losing the election with Aiden may have been probably, like it was probably the best thing that happened to me in BBYO and just in life as it's really showed me that, you know, you're going to fail in life. Even though it was like 100% mine in fault, you're going to fail in life and you just got to be able to bounce back and you can't let your past failures, you
0: know, hold you back from doing future things. Joe and I really like what you said about having to respect your competitor. As a football player and as an athlete, you have to have that mindset as well. And I like to think you have to prepare for the worst and expect the best. And as an athlete, I play lacrosse and you play football. You have to prepare for your opponent. Now you have to head into that game thinking we got this. We got this on lock we're going to win this game. But at the same time, you have to know that they're coming in with the same mindset and you have to respect that and give everything you're all heading into the game. 100%. Yeah,
1: I think that kind of correlates to what we're dealing with right now with the whole COVID pandemic. None of us are really expecting this, but we kind of have to roll with it and figure out, you know, what should we do now? What can we do next? What can we do to help out and how we can just get through this together as a community?
0: I like the connection a lot, Jonah. One thing I've realized through COVID is that rather than sitting back and waiting to having to react to how COVID affects you, one thing that's helped me a lot is being assertive and attacking it myself. So I know that we're going to be stuck at home. I know that sometimes school's going to be online and other things are going to be held to Zoom calls. But rather than waiting back for that to happen, I like to attack the situation ahead of time knowing what's going to be coming.
1: And I think that one way that I've kind of done that with me and my friend, also one of of our best friends, Jack Whitten. We lost the opportunity to have our offseason conditioning for football. And so we took it into our own hands. And so we took a negative situation of losing the opportunity to, you know, condition with our team, lift with our team, practice with our team. And we turned it into a way for me and him to truly just bond and a true way for us to truly like get everything we needed out of the conditioning separately. So we would wake up and run the hills. And you came with us a lot of the times too. So good job, Sam. But we do everything we could to appreciate what we still could do, even though we
0: weren't in the situation we wanted to be in. Well, look, waking up early and running hills some days with you, Jonah, was definitely a challenge, but something I'm very proud of myself for doing throughout the summer and through the early fall. So, Jonah, one thing else I want to touch on is your involvement not only in our chapter, Kennedy AZA, but in the region and the order you attended IC International Convention back in February. What were your thoughts on international convention? And was there any big takeaway for it from you?
1: Honestly, it was just insane to see how many Jewish teens there are. And it was just cool because we were walking around the hotel, right? Me and my boys, everyone was just Jewish. And it was just, it was honestly like an amazing experience. And everyone before one was like, like, I wasn't even going to go. And so everyone was like, John, like, you have to come. It's so cool. And I was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like you hear it all the time. But like, if anyone's listening to this, like, it truly is honestly the most amazing like experience I've ever had. And it was just awesome to just be there and be with everyone. But honestly, like if if you're like on the edge, like on the verge, like should I go, should I not go? Just go. I promise you it's
0: it's just the best week. You'll love it. So Jonah, you are Kennedy's Moray this term, and we recently hosted the greatest program I have ever seen in the past four years of BBYO. Tell me a little bit about that program.
1: Yeah, so we recently just had an alumni night. And so, what we did is we invited older Kennedy members from multiple generations ago to just come on, join our Zoom call because we had to do it on Zoom. And we let them talk. We let them share stories. We let them see each other again. And it was kind of like a reunion. But the one way that online has been able to help us in BBYO is that it gives us the opportunity to do events like this, where we have people calling in from California to New York, to Florida, to still in Arizona. And so it was just awesome to be able to see all those people come back at one time, even though it wasn't in person. It just, when we first joined, like everyone just instantly smiled. And it made me realize like, these boys that you're with right now and these girls you're with right now, like they're truly going to be some of your best friends forever. And it really showed me that because I'm not kidding that like, the second they joined the call, everyone faces just smiled. And I said, like you agree with me on this. Like it was just like, honestly such an amazing like sight to see like everyone was like oh my god hi oh my god and everyone was so excited to talk and we ended up going on way past our time like but it wasn't like none of us were bored like it was interesting we wanted to hear more and everyone wanted to share their experiences their opportunities and everyone wanted to catch up and it was just it was honestly like an amazing night and i was just so blessed to be able to be a part
0: of it and help out with it well look i've seen chapter programming regional programming international programming zoom programming in-person programming i've seen it all this was the greatest program i've ever seen and attended and it was on zoom so jonah props to you props to aiden david props to steven razor you guys smashed the ball to the park it was incredible thank you i really appreciate that it was it was just an amazing night well jonah keep up the great work as more i'm so glad you're able to join me for this episode of mountain region radio and i cannot wait to talk to you soon
1: awesome thank you so much sam for this opportunity and just having me on here and letting me share my stories
0: Our next guest is Noah Fox. Noah hails from Jonas Salk IZEA number 2357. In his free time, he likes to swim competitively, play video games, and watch movies. Without further ado, here is Noah Fox. What's up, Noah? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing amazing. I am stoked. So, so, so stoked that you are able to join me on this episode of Mountain Region Radio. I'm excited to be here. Well, Noah, I want to jump straight into it with you. You are Jonas Salk, AZA's Sagan. We're nearing the end of the term. What has that experience been like?
2: So I think this term has been going pretty well. Making the transition from in-person event to online events was definitely tough for Salk, but I think we really did a pretty good job at coming up with creative programming and then obviously these past couple of weeks, we've been back in person. And I feel like that's definitely taken a lot more time to like figure out than, you know, any normal other term would take. But um, a lot of our programming has been really good and I'm really creative and I'm very happy with how this term went.
0: Sweet. Well, I'm really glad to hear that. I've definitely heard about some of Salk's programming and it's been going super well for you guys. Kennedy's back in person as well with limited numbers and precautions being taken. So I'm glad we're moving in that direction has there been a program this term specifically during the zoom online phase that has really stood out to you?
2: I noticed that a lot of the simpler programs that weren't as elaborate, we had more fun doing. So I, one or two times we played uh, among us over zoom. I'd say those were probably just like the most engaging and the best programs we did all term. Like people were staying like half an hour, an hour late on the zoom to keep playing. Everyone was having a ton of fun. But we also had some other really, really good programs that took took a lot of time to plan. Like we had one where we did a uh, Bob Ross art night where we had a competition to see who could make the best Bob Ross artwork with anything they could find in their house. And I know someone used mac and cheese. Somebody used watercolor. Someone used just straight up crayons. And it was really, really fun.
0: Well, that sounds like an incredible program. If you're interested in playing a program from your chapter, feel free to steal that one from Noah. It sounds like it went great. So I would definitely recommend doing that program. Noah, let's move into the general topic of programming for a second. Put yourself in the shoes of a prospect who's coming to their first program. What do you think it takes to run a great first program?
2: That's a very interesting question. I think for, you know, like a a prospect's very, very first program, the number one thing you have to keep in mind is that they need to be engaged the entire time. There shouldn't be a point in the program where, you know, they should not be doing something. They should like not have someone by their side, like just like talking with them or doing it with them, you know, like things like that. I know specifically for me, my very first program was um, my second semester of my seventh grade year. And the Scottsdale chapters had a recruitment night and the three boys chapters got up there, the Godols, and they said what they, you know, like, Hey, you know, come to this chapter. If you want to do this event And I remember Salk, Noah Kaplan, who was the current adult at the time, got up there and said, we're going to go play some basketball at the gym. And um, me and a couple friends went and it was a lot of fun. You know, we, you know, like we felt like one of the guys, like, you know, we were obviously so much younger than everyone else there, but you know, it was just a couple guys playing basketball and it was, it was so simple yet so engaging and so much fun that that's definitely what kept us coming back.
0: Noah, I would totally agree with you the first program that an olive attends is an absolute make or break for them attending and joining BBYO again in the future?
2: Yes, I would definitely say so. I think that first program, you know, that one hour, whatever is the most important, you know, hour of that prospects, you know, BBYO journey. That is the make or break hour for a lot of prospects because I would say a decent amount of prospects come in and they do not want to be there. A lot of times, you know, their parents made them or their friend, you know, dragged them and they do not want to be there. I remember my first program, my mom wanted me to go because she was in uh, BBYO. Uh, She was actually in Mountain Region when she was a teenager and she told me that she wanted me to go and I did not want to go. But I went in and I decided to go play basketball and I had a ton of fun and I was engaged the whole time, you know, and like there was guys, you know, Five years older than me, there, and they didn't care. Like, they treated me like I was one of the guys, and it was great.
0: Well, it's an incredible story. I hope that you can take something away from planning your chapter's prospect night or recruitment night so that you can make that program as engaging as possible. Is there a trait or a factor of a program that separates a good from a great program?
2: I feel like you really have to cater to the people that the program is for, you know? So, you know, if a lot of guys in your chapter, are, you know, very into like athletics and sports, probably their favorite event to go to is going to be like a basketball game, or just something that's athletic. But if you have a chapter that's more, you know, there may be more into politics or stuff like that, maybe a debate night, I think it just really, really depends on the, the people who are in your chapter. And just you have to really get a feel for like what the stuff they would kind of like is. I really, really want to stress planning everything in advance, and just knowing what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, and having everything figured out in advance. This has been my first term as a Sagan. And if you want to run for Saganit or Sagan, that is definitely something I would think about first is you have to be ready to plan things like months in advance, because that is what's going to help you be successful as a chapter. And specifically as a Sagan or Saganid is just knowing what you're going to do, when you're going to do it. And like, you know, being able to contact the, if, if you want someone to help you plan the event, like contacting them earlier rather than later and just having everything ready.
0: Well, Noah, it's incredible advice. Like you said, if you're interested in being Sagan or Sigonit, be ready to plan, be ready to stay ahead of the game and keep working hard. So, Noah, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast this week. You are doing incredible work in the chapter, in the region, and I know you're already getting started doing some incredible things within the Grand Order. So... Keep up the great work.
2: Thank you for having me on.
0: Thanks again to my amazing guests, Jonah Wax and Noah Fox. If you would like to connect with me or either of these phenomenal guests, go check out the full transcript of the show to find their info and all other links mentioned. If you enjoyed this episode of Mountain Region Radio and you want to support our podcast, I'd love it if you'd leave us a review wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thanks again for joining me for this episode of Mountain Region Radio. It's been a pleasure. I'm your host, Sam Fabricant, and I cannot wait to speak with you next week on a new episode of Mountain Region Radio.